We're talking about... 48 Hours 3. 48 Hours 3. Oh, yeah, that's what the world's been asking for. <laughs> I'm asking for it. I mean, maybe Eddie Murphy will be funny again. Hey, watch yourself. Oh, oh, yeah, we don't want him coming after us. <laughs> I just didn't know Nick Nolte was still alive. Ah, Nick Nolte, I'm still, I'm still relevant. Ah, we'll shit. Another, we'll be another, uh, another treat, another... A third movie would be another good film. I've been doing a lot of Shakespeare in the park. <laughs> I feel like your version of Nick Nolte is like your version of somebody else's version of it Nick is. Nolte. All right. It is an impression of an impression. <laughs> kind of like when you do um, uh, George Bush Sr., you're basically doing Dana Carvey doing him. <laughs> gentlemen and welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute by minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. This is episode 17. We're covering minute 1601 to the 17 minute mark and joining me are my putrid stench soaked chums and by chum I mean they're actual chunks of fish refuse used for attracting sharks. Caleb and Ryan say hello. I am Ryan. I'm not saying hello today. <laughs> Caleb's upset because we closed the blinds and uh, now he can't see outside. Can't if you see if you listened to our uh, episode, I think it was three episodes ago, you know that he needs sunshine I like, like to Superman. Look outside. I want to look outside. <laughs> Without the sun, Caleb morphs into an infant. <laughs> this is just an experiment to see if it makes our sound any. Yeah, I mean uh, it'll probably be um, uh, indistinguishable, but I you hope said... it doesn't work. <laughs> You said episode 17, look at my notes. I fucked it up again, where I was like, this is episode 17, this covers minute 15 to 6, nope, 16 to 17. And then I wrote Jesus underneath it. Thank thank God it was you and not me. Uh, One quick note of thanks I'd like to give at the top of the show here. Um, There's a Twitter follower, at Close Kuntosh. It's really more of a shout out, I suppose, than a thanks. At Close Kuntosh. Is it it pronounced Kuntosh? Yeah, like the car. Yeah. What's I've never heard of this Countach Lamborghini Countach the oh, the car that everyone wanted in the eighties yeah that was a yeah, DeLorean bro. well that and a Ferrari too yeah those oh. are the three cars I know okay sorry so uh, he uh, just sent us a link turned I, I turned me onto his music basically uh, close Countach is a concept band consisting of uh, what I can tell from what I can tell in the research I've done Sunstreaker and Sideswipe sharing lead vocals along with uh, Blue Streak. Tracks. Bumblebee is on drums. Blue Streak and Tracks are on guitar of some sort. I don't know who's bass and who's rhythm or who's lead or whatever. But uh, the style is kind of a post-grunge, new metal, alt-rock. and that I'm not necessarily a fan of the genre, but I love the work that is coming out of this. It's just some fun stuff, and I just want to do a quick shout-out. I've right. got nothing else to say about it. Cool. A quick recap from our last episode. We dipped our toes into the uh, Rimble is Red Frenzy, frumble, frumble is red. Frenzy is blue. <laughs> we dipped our toes into the rumble is red, frumble is blue controversy. <laughs> we, we, uh, we. I spent some time hating on Ratbat. I don't know if anybody hates Ratbat like I do. Why do you hate Ratbat? 
he's just redundant. He just, he just flops around. He just flops around being there. Fall he's good in the comics. Um, and uh, we discovered that Blu- Bluster? <laughs> Whoa. We discovered that Bluster has you tapes. You are having an episode. <laughs> Did you guys know Bluster had tapes? And uh, those tapes originally consisted of mystery characters that are now lost to time. That's all that happened last episode. (laughs) That's right. That's all that happened. And uh, so coming in right at the top of this episode, we see Bluster's tapes getting into it with Soundwave's tapes uh, right off the top of the... Right at the top of the Perceptor's in trouble. Perceptor is in trouble. They're all ganging up on him. That's right. Like, they're not attacking Blaster at all. The tapes are all attacking the fuck out of Perceptor. And if you, you, so Eject uh, jumps in over Perceptor's head and then enters again from the left. Yeah. So there's like another coloring issue, which fighting is the, all over this Fighting yeah. the shooting rabbit. Right, yeah, two yeah. blue guys. I do like how, who I assume to be Eject, he launches off yeah. of Perceptor's back to, uh, to take out, uh, I believe... It, so Ramhorn takes out Ratbat. Oh, it's Frenzy, yeah. Ramhorn takes out Ratbat. Uh, Eject takes out Frenzy. Then you've got Ravage kind of coming over to the side of the screen and, and being up. fought back by uh, by uh, Rewind, who I mean, should be black I, but is blue yeah. in this animation error ridden segment I really of wish, the show. I like this scene because it like uh, it's alluding to action that's happening uh, off screen. The explosions. Well, and also like you oh. see the you see the ravage like running and then kind of oh, pausing yeah. half like mm-hmm. half and, halfway yeah. off and backing up a Y and then he comes on and then he chases it, chases it, ravage and that's uh, true. It is very cool in that it, it sets up and, like yeah. there is a world happening. Around yeah, and Perceptor's like looking off screen like whoa, you know, he even scratches his head like it's almost comedic. <laughs> Like right. he's like, whoa. Perceptor is uh, not a great player. Yeah, it was. It was a cool. It's a. That's yeah. a, For some reason, I'm really. A, this is a cool little well, sequence. Well, what captured my imagination in this one is the explosions off screen. Like you still hear the explosions. You see the flashes coming in. So it's like I, I liked this yeah. a lot. Uh, Perceptor says, "Do you think we got through to Prime?" And uh, Blaster says, "I hope so. We're all going to look like burnout toaster ovens." Mm-hmm. I, 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 first of all, I like that simile. I never really yeah, thought of good. that as anything creative, but I kind of like that simile that they have. But so they have that quick exchange, and uh, Perceptor shakes it off. <laughs> to your point, you just a second ago, cool. those the, there continues to be really amazing background anima- animatics flashes, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing to indicate, you know, there's still a, a strong battle going on all around them. Also, I will say it's, their base is, is in the background, they are in the Rocky Mountains or something. It's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> That's for, it's such a beautiful day for such horrible things to be yeah. happening. I really wish that Ravage is, uh, we're looking right now at 1614 where the you see the tapes fighting, and I really wish that Ravage had even once launched those rockets on his hips. Right. Yeah, he never really does. No, does it's a real missed opportunity. Maybe, maybe he did in the cartoon. And we just I don't remember it ever happening because I ever since I've ever seen him, I'm always like I wanted that to happen. So the camera pans as uh, we're alluding to uh, around 1614, and we see the tapes continue to battle on an elevated platform. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the same guys are battling the same guys, <laughs> and uh, it looks like Rumble's in trouble. 
uh, Eject and Frenzy are fighting it out, and uh, Ratbat still just floating. Yeah, there, just guys. hanging out, just kind of chilling. Nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing <laughs> around. But the other thing, okay, Ratbat. Like I feel like every time he's on the screen, they use two frames of animation. Yeah, it's it wing down. It looks like eight bit animation <laughs> from like Castlevania. It's, it's about like it's really bad. But uh, anyway, so then we do a hard cut where it goes to black, which I assume is a, a cut for it's meant to uh, passage of time. If, yeah, you know. I think so. You get another nice overhead mm-hmm. sort of uh, angular shot of the Decepticons flying around the city. Uh, we've got uh, by my count, we see Dirge, Thrust, Blitzwing, Bone Crusher, and Long Haul. I like this sequence. There's a lot of great so, explosions. Yeah, a lot more damage. To the city. I think some time, like you know, they they. They fade to black for a little bit. I think time has elapsed. You mean like I just said? Oh, God, I really wasn't paying attention (laughs) at all, was I? Oh, boy. Yeah, because you can also see a lot more damage to the city and stuff, so yeah. That's a good question for later on. How long was this siege? We're going to say a day or it goes overnight. overnight. It goes overnight. overnight. So two days, that's two a day known, fight, that's two a day known, battle. That's a known thing. Well, it, you see later on that it goes dark outside and mm-hmm. then comes back to dawn. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. crap, that's a long fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's like it's like that climactic final scene in, in Glory. Oh, that movie's sad. Taken out of that that uh, yeah. fort. All right, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, uh, guys, watch Glory. That's a great movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. Matthew Broderick, Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, and the guy from The Princess Pride. Carrie, Carrie Elwes. Elwes. Yeah. You don't like him in that movie. No, he's not. What? No, it's, is it? Is he the, no, he's Matthew Broderick's friend. Yeah, he's Matthew Broderick's friend, but he's like the racist. He's still no, a racist. No, that's a different guy. That's a different guy. That's a different okay, guy. my bad. They run, across, they run yeah. across a different division, and there's a guy in a straw hat, and okay. they figure out that mm-hmm. he's not running things very well. Uh, after the sky attack angle, which, uh, as I was saying, lots of great explosions, um, we're going to see Blur. And this mm-hmm. is a, I like this sequence here, where Blur is popping in and out of some various windows, mm-hmm. taking some shots. Um... It's very well-worn okay, territory finally, for us. Finally, they're shooting the big guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What were you so, saying? Well, with Blur, his, he's complaining about how there's Decepticons all over the place, and it's well-worn territory for us to say, are there really that many Decepticons uh, overwhelming Show the place? Show me the cons. But, but that is what he's talking about. There's mm-hmm. still great animation, great motion now, effects. Now, is it morning here or the... Or the I think or, it's getting to the evening. I think it's dawn. I think it's... Or, yeah. Is or it dusk? Dusk. Dusk, dusk, dusk yes. I think it's dusk. Okay, cool. And so, okay. That sequence where Blur's shooting and then they cut to this. In my mind, forever... 1627. That's right. Thank you. Uh, the, this cannon is shooting at Blur. That's what it feels what? like to me. Because you have him uh, no. talking. No, no, hear me out. You have him talking, and then it cuts to this, and it, uh, you're still hearing voiceover, but now it's... So, in my mind, it was always like, oh, we're switching to Blur's perspective. And then it shoots at him. As a kid, I was like, oh, because he's annoying. They're shooting at him. <laughs> Which no. makes none of the sense. But also, that yeah, it, it still irritates me from a filmmaking standpoint. I think it's some. I, I think it's confusing. But maybe I'm the only one. I doesn't bother me. I think it's just showing that that, that guns are blazing all over the place, and that there's just a lot of fighting. Who's that? All Hang right, on, so, no, 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 we're not anywhere sorry, yet. Sorry. I, I jumped ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess the thing I'd say about that is that the cut right after that gun fires yeah. is at a group of Decepticons running towards right. the city, and it's clear from the next angle that shows up that it's shooting at the, yes, that. Yes, I, it's shooting I agree. At I just yeah. think it's confusing because I'm assuming it's that gun. Yes, it is. Right. It's uh, so at 1621, 1621 at the overhead. Uh, 
kind of sky screen shot we were talking about a minute ago, you could see the only animated piece you can tell mm -hmm. by the texture that's not painted like mm -hmm. the rest of the background is. That that's that's the gun that and it's firing on Decepticons flying around the city. Blur does his thing. He's, He's shooting, underneath the gun. And then it's, ah, and then it, I get it. Yeah, because right there. there yeah. Does, and actually, go back a scene. Go back to where he's shooting. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We're shooting. gonna we're gonna have to clean this up and look clear at the top of the screen. We'll just we'll say in just yeah. a yeah. second. When he's shoot, while he's shooting, look up above him. So he's in these windows yeah. right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at sixteen, at sixteen, nineteen, underneath the, gun. Up underneath the gun, you'll see. Uh, I never actually figured that out. No, I mean, I, the only reason I figured it out is push play, push play. Okay. And while he shoot, just keep playing it. Okay. Just for a while. All right. See, oh, oh, you can see the gun over at his head. Yeah. At 1622, where Blur's shooting through the windows, you can see the That's turret on top of it turning. Oh, okay. This is all very confusing for those who aren't watching the screen right now. But essentially, at the overhead shot, there's a gun firing a Decepticon flying around. Then you've got the scene where Blur starts shooting through the windows. What a, and if you look above Blur, you can just see barely the turret. What a just strange thing screen to animate around. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That, yeah, interesting. Very interesting. No, all right, but I understand your point, Ryan. But uh, it maybe would have made it more clear if, if he's in the window. If yeah. in sixteen twenty six, when you see that cannon and the uh, fucking awesome looking laser blasts mm -hmm. that it does. Yeah, if you if you'd have seen Blur just kind of shuffling about over there at the windows, maybe <laughs> yeah, that would have listeners, made some... if you look to the far to the far right, you, that's the windows so that Blur's shooting from. On. Oh wow, what a revelation! Yeah. So the cannon, the the turret that you see, is shooting at, right. at some Decepticons. You see Megatron, Kickback, Thrust, Soundwave, Starscream. Shrapnel, Blitzwing, Skywarp, all the guys are kind of advancing down this hallway. I'm pretty sure that's all the Decepticons, There's by the way. Dirge and Ramjet, too. Yeah, so they're all walking down this hallway and uh, not, more, not really passageway. A passageway. Like a, like a ravine of sorts. Yeah. So, sure. A lot a of ravines in this city. A trench, if you will. <laughs> sure. Um, all of the Constructicons are there. And then we cut to inside the city. Mm -hmm. uh, we see Springer entering the room. He's running towards a, what appears to be some kind of catapult or mm -hmm. uh, crossbow-inspired rocket propeller. I was just going to say, and I'm sure you're getting ready to bring up the RC is dragging some dead Autobots into this room. And if you look at uh, 1634 to the far left, uh -huh. that is drawn like Wheeljack, but it's, supposed, it's colored like smokescreen. And in the script... Um, it is smokescreen, so I just oh, think is who right? is she pulling? She's pull. That's wind charger. Mm -hmm. Why aren't any? Why isn't anybody helping her pull? Well, I'm presumably fine. they're the only ones in this area of the city. I what I'm assuming that they're doing. I, well, this is a little pre-script deviation, but I assume that they were supposedly trying to clear. Uh, bodies out of the way for this to, to be able to move the cannon. I think she was pulling... Because, honestly, there's no reason for her to be doing that at all. They're dead. Mm -hmm. Leave them there. There's better things to do well, right is now. She, is, is Smokescreen, whoever she's pulling... Windcharger. Wind is Windcharger dead or He's injured? Dead. He's dead. He's dead. So... Uh, we wow. see Springer. He runs towards the cannon, and he catapult. starts to the catapult, catacannon. I got a lot. Of, oh, actually, I mean, you don't have to necessarily go back, but it, it is interesting to see that this catapult presumably has been presumably has been being used because you can see empty can empty shells like sure. scattered around it. Sure. Um, perhaps now, they were. Perhaps Wheeljack and that's what I thought were too. using it. Um, but now, okay, here's my thing. One, why isn't it on a gimbal where it can just turn? It's even in a circular room. Two, it has tank treads. A tank can has a zero turn radius. It could, unless it's dead, I don't know. It bugged me. <laughs> okay. 
Fluoro Dairy. Why did you design this monstrosity? Just take the tank trip. It's it's a real inconvenience. Like, See, you, I, there's no other way to move I, it. What? That's fair because I'm I'm getting bo- bo- uh, bothered by that they're having RC uh, pull the, you know drag the dead bodies around because she's you know she's a female she's compassionate. Yeah, I think that originally though it was functional. I think they were meant to drag those dead bodies out of the way of this cannon, and they just well in in, in the translation to the animation it didn't work out. And yet, mm, no, that's later. Actually, gosh, no, never anyway, mind. Springer starts to push the cannon. Yeah, RC continues to take to pull out. We see up close that wind charger obviously took a, a very strong shot the to the chest. chest that did him in, and uh, and also the right arm looks like it got mm-hmm. a nice little yeah. a nice little contusion. But I'd say the chest is so, probably the most worrisome. So we're starting. We're getting. I remember this. We're we're getting exposed to. Mortality again. Yeah. Once again, yes. Yeah. And in a way that is, I, 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 we did a poll. It wasn't a very scientific poll <laughs> on our on our Twitter site about what the most gruesome death was, and the the the, the sample size of seven. That's right. Said that uh, that the prowl, that like the Autobot ship, was even more devastating than the than the Prime death. But we listed this one, and and this one to me is pretty, pretty dark. Gross. Just because you don't yeah. see, you don't know how it happens. You just yeah. know that it. It's like man, it happens every day. Well, I it remember happens when every they, day, and you don't see it. When they cut to the when she, when it cuts to her looking over at um, Wheeljack and um, Wind Charger. Wind Charger. Yeah, right, right there here. Uh, at uh, sixteen forty-five. This, this Wheeljack is fucked. Yeah, but and I remember when I was watching this. This scene always really disturbed me. It's pretty messed because up because I just not seen dead Autobots or dead Transformers lying around. Like now on the Autobot ship, it shows them dying, mm-hmm. but then it, it just doesn't show like dead Transformers Corpses, lying around. Yeah. And actually, the weird thing is, is when I, and when I was little, I thought they had pushed. Uh, push that that whatever that weapon catapult. is. I thought they pushed that catapult and discovered these guys underneath it. Oh, oh no. Yeah, but you know I, that's not. But anyway, I just I rem, this I remember this scene, this shot more than almost any other shot uh, in the movie for some reason because it really screwed with me because I just wasn't used to seeing dead transformers. Yeah, it's, and it's a real blink and you'll miss it situation. Yeah. It's pretty graphic. And they just deal with it, and maybe the thing that's so striking to me is they deal with it so nonchalantly. Like, yeah, that's the other thing. It's just like boop. That's and it. Gone. Um, and that's and that's the end of Wheeljack, the creator of the Dinobots, <laughs> and presumably the Anabots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a pretty unceremonious end for a major character. But that's yeah. the thing. It's that's the other thing that really messed with me. It was like after all of this, it's like he's dead now, and then that's it. And mm-hmm. it's just like uh, very a very existential moment for me. Yeah. It really, 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 really fucked you up. That's yeah. why you're like the way you are today. Just their cold, dead eyes. That's right. Just laying there. Cold eyes. <laughs> like a shot. Like like a doll's eyes. So apparently taking it in the chest is like a, a bad deal for a lot of the... Mm-hmm. That's Wheeljack. Well, that seems to be where his major damage is I always is thought well. that that's where the CPU would be just because there's the most shielding in the most uh, dense area. Mm-hmm. Sure. I sure. will disagree with you. Okay. And I, you've mentioned this twice now, but there is in... Uh, in the anime, in the Transformers animated series, post movie, where they have no wait, no, 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 no. You, you tell me there is a, there is some uh, uh, animated part of the animated series where they have Optimus Prime's head, and they literally move a wire under like on his neck, and he like comes to life and is talking and stuff. 
Hmm. I don't remember. Like this. all they do I is have his head. But I do remember in the comics that's true too. They have his head in, in one of the things. Um, and so, yeah. the ultimate proof is the fact that Unicron still is still alive, and he's a. I floating guess that's true. Head. And I mean, sort of. He's sort of alive. And also, yeah, when we sort of. And whenever Wheeljack uh, is building the Dinobots, he puts the brains in their head. Okay. So, so all right, there we go. I win. I don't I mean, know. This might be a real rumble is red controversy. controversy. Yeah. Where it's, does where does the soul where? exist? Right. And in, in this transformer, and that I'm getting into territory. I certainly can't talk about it all. <laughs> but they don't really talk. Like the spark is a the concept. Spark, yeah. That uh, like the spark is their soul it's or actually, their life essence doesn't really come into play until Beast Wars. They never really. That's not a concept in the G1 well, universe. That's so. true. Except it is in the script. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's oh, uh, coming up. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's a lot about it, and we can talk about this later. But uh, this just brings to mind, like that, the, uh, there is some sort of strange afterlife. Yes, Transformers. Sure. Yeah. Because, because Starscream's a ghost. Starscream's a ghost. God, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you don't know. <laughs> All right. Carry on. So uh, we're really. I, I, the other thing is the expression that RC gave. Uh, seconds before you see the shot of of uh, Wheeljack and Windchargers, doesn't ama- it's like a great job by the animators, the illustrators mm-hmm. of doing like, giving her a very forlorn expression. She puts her hand to her chest. Yeah, she, she quickly snaps Regret. out of it. She goes to help Springer, and together they continue to struggle to move. I the... will say, from a physics standpoint, they're not pushing at the right spot. No, they should push lower. Yeah, more toward the front of the of the of the catapult, and then Hot Rod is just not helping at all when he comes in because he's pushing in an area that's like that's not helpful. He's pushing because be they're funny. trying to turn it, not move. It'd be it, fun really. if he comes in and starts pushing on the other side. That's right. <laughs> and they're, they're trying. Right. Yeah, so they're trying so the gang all comes back together, yeah. or we we assume they've been together before, but but this is the first time we see the new really the new lineup of like major characters mm-hmm. together. together in the room together. They everybody's safe. There, the, what was a struggle for Springer and uh, RC becomes a little bit easier for these guys, and that's and that's where the minute help? ends. Does Daniel help? Daniel comes mm-hmm. in in the next second. Spoiler alert! Well, no, well, let's find out. Is Daniel going to well, help push? Well, let's just say he little, does because yeah, they're right. going to exhibit. He's going to exhibit that he cares. I was getting ready to get mad at Daniel, but you told me not to do that. <laughs> well, Ratbat comes in and just floats <laughs> there. <laughs> two, two frames I'm at a time. To, I'm going to say that. I want to start a campaign where we get Ratbat together with Shockwave. Like it'll be Shockwave's oh my, they, companion. They both need a friend. Just like flapping around. So them all in the, time. the comic, I believe they were adversaries. I think they both hmm. were in contention remember. for leadership Rat of Bat the Decepticons. Ratbat and Shockwave were fighting well, over the leader of the Decepticons. Ratbat, Ratbat is it talks in the comic, and he is like Aaron said. And I don't remember if it was this one or the last episode. Uh, Ratbat is the leader of the Decepticons for a while. Oh really? Yep. <laughs> so and in the book, he is fuel obsessed of like. He's kind of like a CEO. He's like a CEO mentality of the Decepticons. He's very obsessed with efficiency Mm -hmm. and Rat uh, Bat a bat. Right. Transformer is He's not necessarily depicted as one of Soundwave's tapes in the comic book, in the old Marvel. He's just He's his own thing. That's it. And yeah. uh, I don't remember if they ever show he's him like, transforming into a tape or not. Certainly, they wouldn't indicate that he was subservient to Soundwave. Huh. Like, he's an alpha bot. Mm-hmm. In That's the, very in the, interesting. Uh, in the, the Marvel comic books book. are pretty good. They have a lot of, they go into a lot of different stuff. I mean, the IDW ones are great too now. So, 
I mean, there's someday, a lot more. Someday I'll find out. Obviously, a lot more, um, uh, you know, room to stretch your legs in the books. It's they've been around forever mm-hmm. at this point. So I don't have any voice actors. Uh oh, it's okay. I do love the voice acting segments, but you, we can't do it every time. Probably. I just don't have one. That's We've okay. done one, I think, every time. Up to yeah, now. up to now, but I think. God, can we just think? Was there a voice? People that like this uh, to be a shorter podcast are like, thank Jesus. Yeah, All right. <laughs> yeah that's fine. We don't have one. We don't have uh, one. But you know what it's time for now? Drip deviations. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. So I know uh, Ryan, you have a lot. So you I just do. you go for you it, go for and it. if I've got anything, I will uh, jump yeah. into it. So there, I, I I actually do agree with a lot of these cuts because you can cut it for time, cut it for pacing. Um, there is, let's see, there's a whole scene um, that we have now after uh, Blaster and Perceptor. There's a cut, and we see uh, Blitzwing who is shooting in, in plane mode, shooting and firing, and um, then we see from his POV, and he's like, uh oh, because. Uh, Power Glide and Warpath are coming right at him. Ah, uh, awesome. And yeah, and um, so basically they take out Blitzwing, they shoot him, and he crashes into the fishing hole. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. And it's not look, it is the fishing apostrophe no G hole, the fishing hole, which is the name of my strip club. <laughs> so he the fishing hole. So he crashes into that big pile of rod and reels. At the yeah, as, Bl- as Blitzwing lands with a hiss of steam, his flames crackling out as Powerglide and Warpath lay a final load of bombs on him in the water and blast off. What are those poor fish? That's true. What about the trout? Yeah. <laughs> they can never fish there again. Nope. Uh, and then there is um, just some more with Megatron. There's another. Uh, we go to the, the wall. Um, actually, here, uh, Thundercracker and Skywarp, um, are tr- they're all like with Megatron trying to pry parts off the wall. And then um, into the breach, like we see uh, uh, Sunstreaker, Hound, and Blue Streak. Sunstreaker's a real problem. Uh, Hound and Blue Streak um, come out and start fighting them. Uh, and this, Blue Streak steps out with a laser saber and cuts Thundercracker in half. With a roar as, as Skywarp throws himself on Blue Streak and Decepticons swarm in. Uh, Hound, using a blaster from low position, cuts off the Decepticons' legs, toppling them, still fighting as they. It's a bit complicated as to what happens there. I'm not. Wait really, a minute, so he blasts their legs off and they're. Like, I don't think off. I think he just knocks them over because he shoots still their legs. Still fighting, though. Mm hmm. And then there's a scene. We're back. We're back on the munitions factory on Cybertron, um, where Optimus Prime is getting ready to launch, and he's. This is actually something we see later. Uh, the, the Bumblebee is trying, which uh, he was on the other moon, so that's a continuity issue there. But um, Bumblebee is trying to get the Dinobots into the ship, and they don't want to go. They're just being dicks, which we'll see later again. Mm-hmm. And um, Grimlock's like, "Me, Grimlock, not take orders." And then Bumblebee's like, no offense, Grimlock, it's just that we need your strength to save Autobot City. But more than that, we need your strategic intelligence. And he's, so what, he's trying to, like, butter him that's up right. a little bit? Yeah. And it works. Is he patronizing him? No, he's, he's, like, flattering him because it says Grimlock, uh, a princey, flattered, lets little yeah. Bumblebee lead him on board. Me, Grimlock, understand. Me, Grimlock, make clever plan. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> Which that was almost sounded like a Yoda voice I was doing there. Uh, then there's Optimus, uh, take charge of operations while we're gone. Um, says that to Bumblebee? Uh, says that to Jazz and Cliffjumper. Okay. Um, and then there's a whole scene where they fly by that same ass. Take, jobs, t- take charge of operations. Uh, if with the Dinobots pulled out of the plant, who's going to be. I mean, you just got Spike and. Bumblebee, but they're on another moon. Well, not here, but yeah, that's true. Anyway. <laughs> We're grinding to a real halt there. Um, 
And then uh, Optimus Prime, they're in the shuttle and fly past the same uh, flight plan that the uh, other shuttle. Um, and um, do they see debris or any evidence no. of, the, of the past skirmish? No. Um, although Optimus Prime does say, <clears throat> let's see if I can do a voice. Lock coordinates and accelerate. That's terrible. Lock coordinates and accelerate to maximum speed, which is not a thing in space. If you're if you're firing your rockets, you're continuously accelerating. There's no maximum speed. Anyway, stupid. Um, as the space shuttle uh, as the shuttle moves up into view, um, uh, we pan past a shadowy area next to a dead planetoid, and Astro Train comes out from it. Which I'm like, what? I guess we, that's we, true. We haven't seen Astro Train right. to this point. Yeah, we know he's going to make an appearance, but we so haven't this is seen where him. he comes in. Like this is why okay. he shows up. And uh, <laughs> destruction to all Autobots. Seven S's. Um, and then so he... Ta- He's like Cobra Commander? Like, yeah, apparently. <laughs> it's, yeah, and so... Also in this, Bumblebee is on the shuttle. He mans the shuttle controls when they're being attacked. Um, and so, yeah, they're shoot, uh, Astro Train shoots at the place. Um, then we go back to Autobot City, and we're back into continuity then. I'm confused. So let me just try and summarize. So Optimus and a crew take off to go to Earth to help out. So we see that... Astro Train tries to intercept them at some point mm-hmm. and fails, and uh, oops, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, well, they just left Astro Train in space. You guys, guard. I guess Astro Train. This is Starscream. I guide the guard Earth's atmosphere in case any Autobots decide <laughs> they want to reinforce these other Autobots who are heavily armed and unfrankly we're, we're in a precarious position ourselves but in case any <laughs> other Autobots show up Astro I mean, Train, you know, it is your sole duty if the strongest Autobot Optimus Prime were to show it's your job so, to destroy him so you're just you're just assuming that some, so I'm just gonna wait on this asteroid they're just gonna just gonna assume that somebody's gonna come. I mean, I could help. I could come to the city and help to attack Autobot City if you, you know. But no, I'll, okay, I'll just wait. Uh, the only script deviation that I have is that during the cassette battle sequence, uh, in the last episode, we talked about Blaster's tapes and how they change dramatically from what we see on screen to what they were in my version of the script, uh, which was that uh, he today he has two little robo-dudes, a rhino and a lion. Originally, it was supposed to be one robo-dude, a scorpion, a tiger, and a lion. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, this is just really a continuation of that, in that um, Cubby, who eventually or arguably becomes Steeljaw the lion, so he takes out Rumble, so that's basically accurate. By cuddling, and then, by cuddling him. It's <laughs> adorable. It's an adorable battle. Uh, and then Stripes, the tiger, takes out Ratbat. That was Ramhorn that did that in reality. Bolts, uh, sw- <laughs> this is a funny one. So then Bolts, the, uh, the, the robo the guy, robot. Uh, he uh, engages Frenzy. Who sw- he smacks him, Frenzy flies into Stinger, the Stinger of the Scorpion <laughs> robot, and then he gets, gets jabbed, freaks out, and runs away. Oh. And isn't mentioned. The other thing that I just want to bring up, we mentioned it a couple of, a few episodes ago, that in my version of the script, which I think is one of the early, earliest ones, there's no mention of Blur still to That's this right. point. So right, even yeah. to now, the, the whole part about Blur, you know, defending that tower underneath the cannon had not happened. Happened. No mention of Blur. Blur doesn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. John Machida really fought for that. He wanted it beefed up, that part. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I that. feel like just somebody liked John Machida. Maybe they invented the character around him. I don't know. Is Blur a diaclone uh, or a... Uh... 
I micro man. I don't know. He might be. I don't know. I don't think so because there's no compartment. Oh, good point. Good point. He's down here, somewhere. I've got the yeah. old blur. I mean, maybe there. that was that. Maybe that was something really popular at the time, and one thing led to another, and they're like. We want a real fast talking robot. <laughs> I would like to get more into how these new, how they develop these well, new was... characters, because Ultra Magnus is the only one that I know of that certainly was a remnant of the old Diaclone mm-hmm. line. But you know, uh, he, uh, John Machida did Micro Machines, right? He talked fast, and yeah, we talked about success. this before. But he also was doing the FedEx commercials that were very yeah. popular at the time. And so the next episode, gentlemen. All right, we've got sexual tension. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, the only combiner that exists and ever did exist ever to pay no attention to Scramble City. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, uh, audience, if you have better things to do than die, please join oh, us. That was amazing. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thank you very much for listening. Please uh, tell your friends to listen. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn are our platforms as of right now. Follow us on all of our social media. We've got Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all of them at APODDCast. And also, please visit our web presence at autopoddecepticast.com. iTunes users, please rate, subscribe. Uh, say whatever gibberish you want to say. As <laughs> That's long as right. you give us those five stars, we love those you. Those five sweet stars. All right, well, thanks, everybody. All right, we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. You guys want to watch this minute? Yeah. Are you ready to watch the minute? Mm. I, All right. Everybody take off your panties. I hate this. <laughs> I won't include it. Mm. I don't believe okay. you. Okay. <laughs>